for those who were listening to Tom Wren's um, segment at 6.20 this morning, he said the final two minutes of the game took 17 minutes to play. Now, I, I set my alarm for a 25-minute nap, right, in the second quarter, and there was 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. After 25 minutes, I woke up. There was still two minutes left of the quarter. It's like flying, isn't it? When you, you, can, you can actually wake up before something's happened. I woke up <laughs> so confused as to how on earth time stood still, but we'll hear it straight from America itself. Shane McInnes for Nine Radio has been over at the Super Bowl. I saw Shane at the tennis a few weeks ago. Now he's jetted off to America. I think he's got one of the best jobs in sporting broadcasting. But Shane, good morning to you. How was being at the Super Bowl yesterday? Uh, hello, Lucy. Yes, look, it was it was quite incredible. And yes, it did go for a long time. I think it was about four and a half hours in the end, once you included uh, overtime. But one of the best matches of football uh, I've ever seen. And uh, given the stadium, given it was Las Vegas, and given all the hype around Taylor Swift, I think it lived up to expectation. So, Shane, have you, are you lucky enough to have attended a grand final at the MCG? Yeah, well, yeah absolutely. And uh, I must say, when it comes to an event... The Super Bowl is probably twenty times that. Yeah, yeah, it makes it makes the AFL look a bit provincial, doesn't it? it, it it's just the way that the NFL and the Super Bowl takes over the town for the entire week. Super Bowl everywhere you look. Uh, the NFL store. It's not just at the ground; it's in every hotel. The Win, the Bellagio, wherever you look. NFL is there. They are the marketing experts. And then, of course, you have the game itself, uh, the halftime entertainment, the pregame entertainment. Everything is on a larger, grander scale. Even the American flag, you know, before the game when uh, Reba McIntyre sang the national anthem, the American flag took up the whole venue. Um, Just little things like that. Now, Shane, it's only the second time ever in a Super Bowl that that has ended in overtime since 1967. How how was the crowd when it got to that point? Did did they think the Chiefs were going to win? Wait, the Chiefs won, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they did. The, the Chiefs did. The, the Chiefs did win. Very good. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think they were near as vocal as what an Australian crowd would be. They seemed somewhat subdued, and I was actually looking around going, am I understanding this correctly? We are going to overtime, aren't we? Yeah, I yeah. actually second-guess myself because they just didn't seem to be as vocal or as parochial as, as we are, especially at a time like that. But uh, I must admit, uh, when San Francisco had the ball first, uh, it, was, it was their game to, to lose, and they did. When they went for that field goal, I thought, oh, we could be in a bit of strife here, knowing that Patrick Mahomes was going to get the ball uh, in just a moment. And, you know, to leave it to one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time to get a, a touchdown to win the Super Bowl, it was a risky manoeuvre, and unfortunately for San Francisco, it didn't pay off. Do you reckon, Shane, that... And I must admit, I only watched for about 15 minutes, but the, I thought the exact same thing because I watched the end and I thought the, when it went to overtime and then when, when the Chiefs won, it wasn't what I'd call deafening, um, the reaction from the crowd. Do you think that maybe overwhelmingly the, the, the people who were there watching weren't actual fans of either side? They were just blow-ins who were cashed up and could afford it because like, how else can you buy a ticket? I did, I did consider that. But if you look around the, the stand, it was all red because both Kansas City and the 49ers are both predominantly red. Um, so that's why I was, I was so surprised. Mm. It, it just, even, even when field goals were scored during the match and you get three points for a field goal, six points for a touchdown, there wasn't that vocal adulation of, yes, we've scored three points. How good is this? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just found it a, a little bit 
strange. And even like booing and, and that kind of thing, certainly the atmosphere, if you were to take an American to an AFL grand final, as opposed to what I've done, I think they'd be much more surprised the the crowd impact on, on game day. Yeah, for sure. Shane, thank you. Have a great time in the States. Thanks, Lucy. Back tomorrow. Thank you there. Shane McInnes from Nine Radio and 3, How do you get that job? 3 w in Melbourne. I know. <laughs> I know. So Shane... Shane Just off the, to the Super Bowl. At the AO, was working for radio during the day, 3 w then was working for Tennis Australia at night, being a court commentator, court yeah, uh, okay. MC. Wow. Because you were working there over summer too. I, yes, I did see Shane in, in the radio room there. Quick fact about Super Bowl yesterday. Uh, yesterday's Gatorade bath was purple. I know people took bets on silly sure. things, as Jade mentioned, and what, what shade the Gatorade bath will be at the end. So it was purple just like it was when the Chiefs won last year. And yesterday's game was broadcast to over 150 countries in every continent except Antarctica. The Penguins not keen on the uh, American football. Maybe that's why the Penguins keep coming to us. Adelaide. A second King Penguin has so been seen it. on the Air Peninsula, but we well, will get to that later. Is it a second one or is it the same one? Either way, it looked pretty happy happy to be there. Mm, it is uh, 7 o'clock on the dot. We will head into the penguin, newsroom penguin. with Graham Goodings. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.